Welcome to another episode of Clear Light Connections, where we talk to the people behind the businesses of Bay Area Houston, proudly sponsored by UTMB Health. Uh, fortunate enough to have Kim and Karen here today with the David Ortiz Foundation. Um, did some research. Uh, it's one of these stories where something out of tragedy is born something good. So let's talk about that. Let, let's talk about the foundation and the work you're doing and, and kind of the story behind it. Well, the story's been brought back up into the news recently. If anybody's been paying attention, yes. they finally have made an arrest at just shy of five years after the actual fire. Um, David was your average kid all the way at college, and somebody got upset about something and lit a mattress on fire, and it cost him his life, along with four other students uh, or former students in off-campus housing um, that's you know, older which is the biggest issue there. And um, we have an, a young man who survived named Zach, who has had, I can't even tell you, can't even count how many surgeries he's had. He's lost fingers, toes, mm -hmm. ears. Um, he's he, still continuing to have surgeries to this day. Yeah. And wonderful, wonderful young man. Yeah. But David was a student in Pasadena ISD, graduated yeah. from- Pasadena Memorial, class yeah. of 2015. Yeah. And went to Southwest with, Texas. And Texas, State, Texas State. Southwest oh. Texas State. Does I'm not showing exist my age. Anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I had to learn that too. <laughs> I had to get there too. His mother is one of my best friends. She was my mentor when I first started teaching. And actually, she started, I was on an emergency certificate because they needed a French teacher. And she unofficially mentored me for a year. And then when I got into the alternative certification program, became my actual mentor and I've known David since then so 20 you know 15 years by the time he died wow. mm -hmm. and he was a wonderful wonderful young man musician football player you know uh, he would help out without being asked he was just one of those kids and we were so proud of him when he got into Texas State mm -hmm. and it was it, it was it was that. a shocking event. I, I remember, I mean, mm -hmm. you heard about it in the news and you just, it, it was just, you know, unbelievable. Well, yeah, and, and for those of us that were there in the campus, I mean, realizing Gina works across the hall, or, or, in the next hall for me, Gina and Kim are next door to each other. And I have met David only a couple of times. I've only been at Memorial nine years now. Um, but, and, and you know, so I was there just before he left. Um, but to understand, I had college students at that time. Mm -hmm. And the reckoning that my kids lived in off-campus housing um, and that this could have happened to easily one of my girls uh, was devastating to me. And I can't imagine what she was feeling at the time and her, her whole entire family. And we, you know, there's an ebb and a flow with grief. And, and, and it comes and it goes and for her, you know, for them, it's, it's extremely, it's still extremely intense. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, I can't imagine losing a child. And that kind of brought us together. And I, I work with um, nonprofit organizations on campus. And so we had the idea, Kim, come here. <laughs> Kim, come here. Let me talk to you for a minute. So you both started the foundation. So it, it was, yeah. As okay. I, I know how to do the paperwork. And she knew Gina, Gina much better than I did at the mm -hmm. time. And I said, is this something that you think they would like? So we hot around and talked about yeah. it, and she kind of... We had separate ideas at the same time. Yeah. And got together and created the David A. Ortiz Foundation mm -hmm. because it's needed. You know, most, many colleges right now, the only people that stay on campus are their freshmen. 
and then your sophomore juniors and seniors are out in the world and you just told us you're taking your your daughter mm -hmm. to college yeah. and most parents you see an apartment i know when i lived in apartments i didn't run around checking smoke detectors it wasn't even in my realm of imagination Mm -hmm. and, and parents so don't much do it. Going, yeah, and there's so much going on when you're getting them in and meeting the roommate, and do you have this, and do you have that? Yeah. It just kind of, oh, yeah, there's one there, but nobody checks, does it work? I didn't even check, does it work? You know, and Gina said the same thing. She didn't, she, she said, I noticed it in passing, but I didn't check that it works, and that was part of the issues. I said some of them did, some of them didn't. And I have a little bit of experience. I managed apartments in the very early 80s, and, um, getting an apartment comp apartment ready and so forth it's just it i don't even know where i was going with that it's <laughs> it, it's when you have a maintenance schedule and your maintenance man is out that throws your schedule and if they're gone for two days it throws it even more so this is really if the, now they're supposed to take care of all that and if they don't if they're out for a day that throws that whole schedule then they have emergency stuff and that one day can make that difference yeah. that may be why david's alarm reportedly did not go off and from what so. they've said is that most of the survivors said very few of them heard alarms that mm -hmm. they did not go off yeah. and yeah. there were hundreds of people injured yeah because yeah, it, it went was, up like that it was bad i remember yeah, it that. was it was yeah it was kindling the building was very old yeah um one of the things that we want to bring to the forefront to people is to talk to your city leaders and your county leaders and your state leaders to really it's time to start addressing those building codes uh, i remember in the early 80s they 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 started making it mandatory to put sprinkler systems in and there was a huge uproar because how much is it going to cost to retrofit and what are we going to do blah, blah well everybody that everything that was built before 1970 is exempted it's time to change that now if they're still going to be around they've earned plenty of money for their ownership over the decades it is time to retrofit them uh, because had there been a sprinkler system installed those kids would have had a fair fighting chance to get out yeah so let, let's talk about the purpose what, what, what's what what is the foundation trying to you know accomplish and, and along Our main the way purpose is to educate students and families mm -hmm. about fire safety how to escape from a fire mm -hmm. and prevention how to prevent it mm -hmm. so it's because nobody talks about it um, our website actually if you go to the David Ortiz found <coughs> excuse me sorry David Ortiz foundation.org that's our website and on the website we have resources for parents and for students mm -hmm. to talk to their landlords to talk to the government checklist for parents and mm -hmm. students when they're moving their kids in well, you bring up a great point because in elementary school, we do the fire department comes in, you do mm -hmm. stop, drop, roll, stop, drop, roll and, and that's, that's the end of it. it. That's yeah, it. that's kind of the end of it. And like mm -hmm. you said, between fifth grade and you're going off to college, that's a lot of years. Mm -hmm. and, and, and there's no so other refresher or mm -hmm. any, any more talk about it. So you're trying to fill that gap and, and really mm -hmm. get people to think. And you know, you know mm -hmm. high school students, high school teachers, and even when I was worked in the government, you have a fire drill. You know, mandatory fire drills once a month. You do them. Mm -hmm. And since they're mandatory and they're once a month, nobody takes them seriously mm -hmm. because you do it all the time and it's the same thing at the, about the same time and nobody thinks about it. You get out in the hallway, you walk down. Yeah. When we, I worked in Washington, D.C. in a skyscraper and I looked at one of my friends and this was before 9-11, before we had huge, you know, disaster in our wrists and said, we're on the 31st floor. 
there's no way we're getting down before something happens. And she's like, yeah, nothing's ever going to happen. And I said, I'm going to the roof. They can at least get a helicopter up to me. Mm-hmm. You know, and she kind of looked, and we talked about it a minute, and then you'd forget it and move on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's just because I'm weird. You know, I think of things like that. People, other people don't. Yeah. Preparation and, is, mm-hmm. and having mm-hmm. a plan is, is yeah. really important. Exactly. And we learned that with Harvey. Yeah. You know, a lot of people who flooded out didn't have plans on how am I going to get out of my house? Do I have a rubber raft? Do I have a ladder to get out of the second floor? Mm-hmm. And they need to think about that for their kids. Yeah. If your kid's in an apartment on the second floor, yeah, there's stairs, but what if they can't get to the stairs? Yeah. Yeah, they and need to be equipped. Yeah, and that's one of the things that we, we put out when we do our, our fundraiser at the end of each year. We have a, uh, a big basket that we put together, and it has a smoke and carbon monoxide detector. It has a big fire blanket. If you can smother out a fire, great. If not, wrap it around yourself and run, because it'll run you through the fire. Smoke. Uh, extinguishers okay and a two-story fire ladder they're only like seventy dollars every kid especially if they're in a second floor apartment needs an escape ladder to get out of that apartment because there's only one door that goes in and out of most apartments Mm -hmm. sometimes they have a balcony with a back door but you still need something to get down or you're going to be in a a negative situation as well so and this is you know it's not that hard to get it together people just don't think about it yeah. and those were some of the most major issues that people who are on the second floors jumped mm-hmm. and broken legs broken arms mm-hmm. um, landed on something and broke some ribs as yeah. well and just you know it, just not it's not a good situation they we need to think about this for our, our young adults because yeah. they're not thinking they're so busy being excited about their future that they're not thinking that something horrendous like this could happen. Well, and what compounds it in this case is is the fact that it was an evil act done by somebody. I mean, that's just it was a reckless yeah. act it, from you know he he was whatever in his world was upsetting him, and he yeah. he put that all on that mattress that was yeah. there, and apparently we don't have you know yeah to keep this us hasn't, yeah to keep us on the right side of the law yeah allegedly allegedly yes <laughs> uh, but but from the stories that we hear is that that he just kind of manifested all of his anger on that mattress and didn't think beyond yeah. getting rid of the mattress yeah. he didn't realize and didn't think what it could do it was well and fire moves so quickly it does people don't fully especially my, my, my parents were volunteer firefighters and mm-hmm fire can move so it's so destructive that and, mm-hmm. and people don't think of it in those terms and, and, they, they and really a building should. that's 50 plus years old is very dried out yeah <laughs> you know those materials are very old and dried out yeah and honestly if they've replaced anything things that were built solidly in the 70s you have about 20 minutes to escape from a home according to statistics if you build the exact same house with today's material you have less than five minutes to get out because the material now burns much faster so move it you can't worry about those pictures or your um computer drives or anything get yourself out the door and you bring up an interesting point because Mm -hmm. what if i think oh my kid's going to a new apartment well obviously that doesn't make a difference in this case except that they do have sprinkler systems right they do have sprinkler systems and they do have smoke alarms and like i said one guy out on your schedule can mess up one building, yeah. even one floor of a building. And that's so. one of the things that we're doing with, you know, every year we've now donated two of the kids. We 
are focusing on kids that go to Texas State because we do have, mm -hmm. you know, that's where David was going, and we do have a relationship with them. And they get, we are doing now three scholarships, mm -hmm. and we've donated up to 10, depending on the number of kids that are going to Texas State, um, Nest battery-operated smoke alarms. Okay, great. Yeah, the smoke and carbon monoxide, yeah. If they're freshmen, they can put it in their own dorm room and it won't cause an issue because they can take it with them. Yeah, you can hang them with, command, with those command tabs and when you get ready to go, so it's something that can follow that child from beginning years in college all the way to their first apartment, to their first home. Okay. Okay, because they last about 10 years. So um, let, let's talk about, you guys are very passionate about this. My guess is you put a lot of time in, so you've got a lot of sweat equity. But it takes more than that to run a nonprofit. So yes, let's talk about your fundraising and, and what is your big fundraising event? We have what we have called a spring fling for the last five years. And and it's generally a, we have some music. We uh, try to have, you know, snacky things and drinks and whatever have you. We raffle off um, David's parents' own Pedago Galveston. So they donate an electric bike. And that is raffled, and that is our primary fundraiser. This past year, we had 52 uh, vendor booths that helped out a bit, and they brought in, you know, to bring in their stuff. We tried, we kind of took a big leap and went to the convention center this year. In Pasadena? Uh, yeah. Okay. And and that, that was a huge leap, and it was not the best day, and then it decided to rain. So it wasn't the best event, but we still did as well as we have done. Okay, good. So that's, it wasn't, it wasn't a loss, yeah. and the convention center was wonderful. But that is our big event each spring. We're looking to have um, a couple events a year, but we're not quite there yet. So about it this year. Yeah. It, it, it's a great cause. It's a very touching story. How can people get involved? Um, right now, actually, up on our Facebook page, which is the David A. Ortiz Foundation, we actually have a fundraiser running right now, so they can donate. Mm -hmm. If they want to donate um, the Nest battery-operated fire alarms or smoke alarms mm -hmm. to us, we, that we would love that. Mm -hmm. um, our Money. address information is there. Yeah. Yes, and, and contact you. Could, they'll contact. They'll reach me when they call. Um, and I can make arrangements to pick up any kind of donations like that. Our mailing address is uh, 4808 Fairmont Parkway, Suite 458, and 77504, and they can mail any kind of check that they would like to donate there. Um, it's, and as far as actual devices and stuff, just call me. The number's on our, on our website, and I think it's on the and Facebook page. We're actually on all four major social media platforms. Mm -hmm. On Facebook, where there's the David A. Ortiz Foundation. On um, Instagram, we're on there as, you can find it under the David A. Ortiz Foundation or DAO72318 mm -hmm. is the other one. And on Instagram, it's the Ortiz, I'm not Instagram, Twitter, it's the uh, Ortiz Foundation. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it pops up. Mm -hmm. And you can't miss David's picture. Yeah, um, it's almost always there. So you guys built this up out of tragedy to, to try to do some good, mm -hmm. and bless you for doing that. That's it's 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 the perfect response to you know make something bad, and and what what are you what are you hoping for in the next five to ten years grows out of this? Our first goal is to be able to give every single high school graduate in at least our school district. A device to go with them when they leave. Right now, it's limited to those who apply, and that we have enough money for. Okay, um, we have given, like she said, as many as ten in one year. Um, we'd like it, and considering that our high schools graduate 
670 to around 1,000 students each year, right? Yeah, this last year we were at 774 mm -hmm. graduates. And I know Doby was a little over 1,000. Yeah, so that's a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And that, in 10 years' time, when we're 10 years old, I would love to be able to hand each one of them, along with their diploma, one of these devices. Because it's at least a start mm -hmm. and some information, you know, and the information will always be there on the website. So all the new stuff. And in 10 years, we would love it for parents and students, but parents, you know, the kids are graduated, they're going to college, they're still your kids. Mm -hmm. And they're still thinking like kids. And yeah. I, we would love for the parents to walk in and go, okay, this is where you're living. Is it safe? Yeah. Here's and honestly, we're, we're coming at it from the fire standpoint, from, but from every standpoint. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter how your child dies. It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can tell you this morning, going through David's Facebook page, looking at some things because I was just thinking about him, I was I was in tears. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, because none of none of those kids deserved it. None of them. It didn't need it didn't need to happen. It did, it did not need to happen. It was a one hundred percent preventable. Yeah. yeah. And so. it's just, you know, it's tragic. You hear about it, and it's like you don't think about it till it affects you. And you know, he affected a lot of kids at our school. Yeah. He was that kid who touched everybody's heart. He was a football player. He was intelligent. He was nice. He saw you he walking up the hall with something, and awful. he'd come and grab it from you. You know, mm -hmm. he'd come and move stuff in my room without me asking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's just because he knew me through his mom. Yeah. yeah. And I knew him growing up. He's that kid, and now he's gone. Yeah. You know, it, it, it hurts. Yeah. As a teacher, you know, this is coming my 20th year, and 100 kids a year come through my class. And Karen will tell you, I'm in everything. <laughs> I'm one of those that they say, can you be out? No, someone knows that says, too. Automatic yes, right across her forehead. <laughs> and, you know, I've, Two years ago, I was the senior class sponsor, and that's 700 kids that knew my name, and I knew a lot of them, and I worry every year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This year, I'm the senior one of the senior class sponsors this year, and it's it's hard. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, forming this foundation, you're doing great work, so it's good you said yes. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank you both for being on, kind of giving us some background and and you know reminding us that. Yeah, the, the, the kids are going off, and we, we need to, like you said, make sure they're safe. and mm -hmm. Make sure they're safe. Yeah. Well, and, and not just for everybody, and not just for our kids. These changes need to happen. For There have been five apartment fires within two miles of Pasadena Memorial in the last two and a half years with lots of injuries. And so it's, it's, it's a thing for everybody, particularly for high school kids leaving out. But it's a th it's for everybody. Yeah, I mean, fire yeah. safety, yeah, it's yeah. for everybody. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Now, I have a question for you. Yes. Have we changed your mind about thinking about your child going off to school? Have we brought up some things you're going to be thinking about? Yeah, I'll give the old fire alarm a check. <laughs> Good. Not the sprinkler. I'll leave the sprinkler alarm. I heard you don't test those. Yeah, she's, yeah. Well, if she's, if she's going to be in a dorm on campus, odds are that it has a sprinkler system. One on a dorm, the other one's in an apartment in uh, College Station. But it, I, I'll, uh, I'll, I'm, I'm probably going to make a trip up there. Let's yeah, put it that defi way. Definitely. Yes. Definitely. We made it. Definitely. Or at least, at least I'll tell her, go push the button and see if it works. Yeah. yeah, I probably won't do that. She's not that technical. Or make her video it. Yeah. <laughs> FaceTime her. Mm -hmm. yep. She just needs a broomstick. Boop. Yep. 
Mm -hmm. The cool thing about ours is it self-tests and it tells you if it has a problem because you have an app. Well, all right. <laughs> thank you so much for being on. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Appreciate it.